Hey, welcome to TPT's podcast. I'm Dan Friel. On this edition, Josh Brown's got a great interview with David Nurse, who's going to coach the Stickmen, which is GM'd by Michael Rappaport in TBT 2017. Uh, they're applying in the West region, so if they end up making it in, look for David to have some great uh, things on the sideline there out in Las Vegas. Uh, TBT announced this week that we're going to be playing our Super 16 and Regional Championships at LIU Brooklyn in New York City. So look for tickets on the tournament.com. When you go to that top navigation bar up there, what you're going to see is a link that says tickets. What you do is you click on that, then you purchase your ticket, and you go see the best basketball anywhere in the country this summer at LIU Brooklyn. TBT is going to be live on ESPN this summer. Look for the regional action on Watch ESPN. You'll see all of our Super 16 and regional championship games and the semifinals and championships live on ESPN and ESPN2, so look for that as well. Remember that you can follow TBT anywhere on social media. On Twitter, we're at the tournament. On Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash the tournament. And on Instagram, we're the dot tournament. You can even find us on Snapchat on occasion with the tournament there as well. Remember that you can also subscribe to TBT's podcast on Apple Podcasts. Just click that little subscribe button, share this with all your friends, and make sure that everyone is as up to date and knowledgeable about TBT as you are. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. Let's get to that interview now that Josh Brown has with David Nurse. Welcoming in now, David Nurse, the coach of the Stickmen, applying to play in the TBT West region in Las Vegas. David, I know it's early out there in sunny California. We appreciate you being here. Man, appreciate you. It's sunny, like always. Yeah, I, I, we were talking before. I'm in cold Boston right now, uh, so very jealous of your situation out there. And I know you're actually quite busy right now. You want to tell the people what you're up to with the NBA draft approaching? Yeah, right now during this time, I do uh, NBA pre-draft training. So it's preparing these young guys uh, for the next level, which is, it's a really cool time. It's like they don't, they understand what's coming, but they don't understand what's coming. Um, so I've got the, the UCLA guys out here, a couple other guys. Um, hopefully have a few first rounders, a few second rounders. And as long as I don't mess them up, then we're all good to go. <laughs> and we're going to get into your your kind of backstory, but uh, I, I just think it's so interesting that you're with these guys, you know, leading up to really the biggest moment of their life, what they've kind of lived for. You know, they, they've worked so hard to get to that point. What's that like to kind of be with them and, and try to uh, kind of hone their craft one last time before, again, the biggest night of their life? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I like the experience a lot because it's more than just developing them on court. It's also developing them off court, too, because this is when they're going from college where everything is pretty much given to them. They kind of know the routine. Now they're going out on their own. And other than winning the lottery, this is kind of the time, like like the only situation where a guy can go from nothing to millions in his hand and everybody all over him. So it's it's a lot more than just on court preparation, but being there for them as a mentor, too, through this time and then usually staying through with them through their career in the NBA. It's a, it's a, it's special to develop that relationship with them. And, 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 and on court, it's an interesting time too, because I really love teaching and developing players. And during this time, it's more, Hey, let's make you look as best as you can for these workouts. It's almost like a micro oven kind of uh, uh, like beauty pad. You know, we're going to highlight your strengths like crazy and just make sure no weaknesses are, are, are glaring at all. 
Absolutely, and uh, it's certainly um, really important work you're doing with these guys. But so you you're born in Iowa. Uh, you play college ball at a smaller college, Western Illinois. How do you get from that to to you know training guys who are going to make you know millions of dollars in the NBA? How do you the what was kind of your trajectory like? How do you get from playing at Western Illinois to doing what you're doing now? Man, that's a great question. I don't even know sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I played at Western Illinois, then I played uh, in the D-League for just a little bit and went overseas to Australia to play, then uh, uh, Greece and Spain after that. And then I I really just started training some of my uh, friends and teammates on those teams and and realized uh, not probably going to keep going too far um, playing-wise. Short, unathletic, slow. (laughs) So better at training them, better at developing them than – than I was a long-term plan. So it just kind of, it's kind of grew, kind of grew. Their, their friends would bring, or they would bring their friends and their agents got involved and then teams started sending them. And it just, just kind of happened. Never really sat down. I was like, Hey, this is my goal. This is what I'm trying to do. It's just something that I was blessed to be able to have the opportunity to do and something that I love doing. And the list of people who uh, have kind of uh, worked under your wing has been really fantastic. A uh, lot of NBA guys, a lot of uh, good overseas professionals. So um, certainly you're doing a great Thanks, job uh, with that. And, and I know you've kind of been able to, you know, travel all over. What's that been like to be able to, you know, go to Australia, to go to uh, Spain, to be able to kind of go all these places to train these guys? What's that been like? Man, that's been really cool. Like I enjoy traveling and, and, and basketball's taken me to over 35 different countries, being able to do coaching clinics, camps, working with various national teams. Um, it's been, it's been awesome. I, I really like diving into the cultures of these other countries and just seeing life from different perspectives. Um, and then obviously the food in these countries <laughs> yeah. is basically, basically one of the reasons I do it. But, uh, yeah, I kind of have a goal too that I like to that like each year get to three different country, three new countries through basketball, and just yeah, it's a super blessing from the Lord to be able to do that. As they say, uh, you hear a lot with NBA guys. You never know where basketball will take you, and with you, it's taking you all over. What's your favorite country? And you mentioned the food. So, what's your favorite country that you go to, and what's your favorite thing to eat while you're in that country? Man, you're you're asking me like who's my favorite kid? If you if I had kids, that's a tough <laughs> question. Uh, okay, I'll give you some. I'll give you some. Australia would be the best place to live because the English is just pretty, pretty laid back, relaxed. Everybody's on the beach, so I'd live in Australia. Uh, the best place I've ever been, probably overall, is Tel Aviv, Israel. Mm. Like it's it's a sneaky one. People don't un- people don't realize till they get over there. It's really really cool. Everything, food, people. Uh, weather, uh, Tokyo, Japan's another place I really like to go to go there every year. The food there is probably the best anywhere overall. Just like everything they do attention to detail is, is great. Um, but if you're going one spot to visit for one day, going Venice, Italy, eating pizza and pasta in the back streets, of Venice. You know, we actually had uh, John Dre Jefferson from Overseas Elite, the two-time defending champion on, and he actually played over in Italy, and he said the same thing, uh, that on his off days, he would go to Venice just to go, you know, 
get in the culture and eat the food as well. Uh, so that's interesting. We'll have to uh, make a pilgrimage out there one day. Um, all right, you're obviously coaching in TBT this summer, why we're obviously all here for the Stickmen. Uh, you guys have gotten a lot of notoriety because of Michael Rappaport coming on as the GM and uh, self-proclaimed small forward as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's that been yep. like? Kind of, Did you know him before? And what's that been like kind of linking up with him to, to coach this uh, Stickmen team? Man, Rap is the coolest dude. He's awesome. Um, I, I didn't know him before, but I've I've been getting to know him more and more, and just like his passion and love for basketball, it's it, it's it's awesome to see. And he's man, he's super knowledgeable about it too. We we get together and we'll just talk hoops like the whole time, and um, so it's been a lot of fun having him with it. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a really fun ride having him on. Like he could, he's gonna be our small forward coach, GM. We're getting some sweet gear hooked up here pretty soon. It's get some get some videos coming out rap styles. It's it's fun, man. Do you envision and maybe a you know two point game, thirty five seconds left, him getting the nod and uh, being in there in crunch time? Oh yeah, I'm gonna run a triple pin down screen for him coming <laughs> off. We're going for the going for the throat for the three. Well, you know what? That would certainly be maybe one of the most viral clips in, in the internet uh, <laughs> if that ended up happening. Uh, so you guys obviously have a very talented uh, roster other than him, Justin Detman, who we're actually talking to later today, Alex mm -hmm. Kirk, Shane Lawall, who has won a TBT championship, uh, Chris Lofton, and Donald Sloan right now, and obviously uh, more coming from you guys in the coming weeks. But uh, what's just kind of your initial impression of the roster? I know you work with Alex Kirk, uh, maybe a couple of the other guys too, but what's your initial impression of the guys that you got you're going to be uh coaching this year yeah awesome guys uh really excited for them yeah i know a lot of them um through working working with them and uh sloan being in brooklyn chris lofton one of my best friends um yeah so i i'm excited about like obviously the talent level is really good and we got some good guys coming on board here real soon too but just the just the guys that they are um i think i think more importantly than just having like the most talented roster, even though I'd be biased and say that we do, is the chemistry, the fit, the pieces together that we're going to have. Um, I think it's, I mean, just really good, really good guys overall. So it's going to be a lot of fun having them play together. Um, like I'm going to be coaching them, but I'm going to be giving them the reins. I'm, I'm not going to be saying, hey, we got to do this. We got to do that. They're this good for a reason. I'm going to let them play. And you obviously, I, uh... You know, you're not a coach. You're not a full-time coach. You're uh, again. You're more into the training and all that. How? What do you envision is going to be kind of the biggest jump for you? I know uh, you kind of mentioned what a lot of the coaches say in a tournament like TBT. At some point, you know, the players are really going to obviously dictate the result. But uh, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, I'm sure, for you to get into you know coaching at um, you know these guys and you know one or done situation. What do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment for you going from training to coaching? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it'll be much of an adjustment. I, um, I, I wouldn't really call myself a trainer, more of a, a career coach and, uh, um, coaching is more player management and putting guys in the right situations where they can succeed. And I think I can do a good job at that uh, with the, with the Nets last year, consulting for UCLA this year and, and done a lot with, uh, teams and implementing offenses and just kind of, uh, kind of scheming on how to uh, just improve efficiency in all areas. So I, I don't think the adjustment to that will be, be much at all. I've just been around it my whole life. 
Absolutely. And certainly, like you mentioned, you've been around a ton of great coaches. So uh, hopefully that will rub off and you guys will make a nice little run here in TBT. Uh, you guys actually yeah. hooked up with Everline Drive, who has been a participant every year in TBT since 2014. They have been in every tournament. Uh, how'd that kind of get, you know, how'd you guys kind of get hooked up with them? Obviously, Justin Dentman played with them last year. He'll be on oh. the team this year. And then Hirschman and uh, Jacob Hirschman and Matt Mitchell. So how'd that kind of happen where, uh, you know, they were their own kind of team and then they hooked up with you guys to, to you know, form the Stickmen? It's been that's been an awesome blessing too, having Matt and Jacob. Uh, we just kind of got to talking, and we're like, man, we we both have really good options coming back. We could both battle each other, and and who knows what would happen, or we could join together and just make the best team there is in TBT. And and Jake and Matt are just great, great guys. Um, they work relentlessly, so I think we all have our strengths in this, and putting all our strengths together um, has been like better than I could imagine. So yeah, really, really um, glad and blessed to have gotten those guys on board too and gotten us just in the mix together. I'm wondering, you know, obviously they've been entrenched in TBT, but how much did you know about it before this year? Rappaport's obviously had uh, teams in TBT as well. Uh, he's been a, a you know long-time participant. So how much did you know about TBT and what are your kind of impressions about the tournament as a whole? Oh yeah, I've been wanting to do it. I wanted to do it last year, but I was still in Brooklyn, so I didn't wasn't able to do it. Um, I was all I was all set too last year to do it. I've been following it since it started. I love it. I think it's I think it's the coolest thing. Um, uh, shoot, man, I'm just yeah, really excited to do it. I know I know that the following just continues to grow, uh, and I know it's gonna just gonna continue to grow. So I want to be on this thing for the long haul. That's what. That's what uh, me and Jacob and Matt have been talking about. Like, hey, we're going to do it this year. But we're just going to keep building this thing to a powerhouse. Absolutely. And that's it's kind of almost like a, a franchise in a way, building from scratch. You know, even if, uh, you know, Everline, they haven't gotten over the hump yet, but, you know, they've continued building. And now they have, you know, one of the uh, – it's looking like one of the most talented rosters of all. So, like you mentioned, it's kind of a building process. And uh, I'm no, mm -hmm. I know they're very excited to have you aboard. Uh, what kind of opportunity does it give these guys? You know, Donald Sloan has obviously played in the NBA, but – Guys like Chris Lofton, Alex Kirk, Shane Lawall, who, um, you know, they might not be able to play in front of friends and family and get the same, ex you know, kind of exposure while they're playing um, in their respective countries overseas, whether it be Italy or France or wherever they may be. Uh, what is an opportunity like this, you know, every game on ESPN, being able to play back home in the United States? How important is that for these kind of overseas professionals who might not be able to, again, you know, uh, get too much exposure while they're overseas? And I think it's a really cool experience. I mean, it's being televised on ESPN. Everybody's going to see it, and they're going to see what they're able to do. They're going to see – I mean, they'll remember these guys from college and how good they were, and, and they'll see, man, these guys these guys are right there at the NBA cusp too, and, and you, you never know. I mean, they tear it up here. You never know what it can lead to. Um, I think at the core, just – I mean, these guys just love competition and love playing against the best and – Obviously, it's, it juices you up if you're playing on TV and playing on ESPN. Um, I think it's just a cool way for people out there, uh, basketball junkies, basketball fans, to, to see these guys and see how extremely talented they are. Um, yeah, I, I'm, exci I'm excited for them to yeah be back on U.S. soil playing it, too.
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I actually I talked to Marcus Morris last week, the coach of Team yeah. FOE, and he kind of said something relating to that, how the line between these guys that you see in TBT and in your case, whether it be Chris Loft and Shane Lawall, you know, we, we mentioned uh, some of the overseas professionals and guys that he's competing against in NBA. The line's really not that you know, it, it's really kind of similar in terms of the talent. You know, it just kind of comes down to oh, circumstance yeah. with these guys and situation. Is that, you know, being around these guys, is that something that you'd kind of echo that guys like, um, you know, all these kind of overseas professionals that, you know, the line between them and the NBA players is really not that far at all? Man, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, Donald Sloan's an NBA point guard for sure. There's no question. Um, Chris Lofton would be one of the best shooters in the NBA. He's just... Like when we work out, he, he is unbelievable shooter. Like, yeah, there's the line is such a fine line. It's a situation, opportunity, and like, I just want to give these guys the opportunity to, I mean, whether it's get a bigger cro- contract overseas, better situation overseas, get back in the NBA, just kind of be that uh, stepping stone to help them out there. Absolutely. Uh, two just kind of rapid-fire questions, and then we will mm-hmm. let you go. I know you have a busy day coming up today. Uh, one, just, you know, you've been obviously around the game. Who do you got winning the NBA championship? I think I know who you're going to go with being a Cali guy, but uh, who are you going with? Man, it's, it's, it's tough. Uh, I'm going to lean more way. Uh, I know all those guys out there really well. Um, but it's tough, man. We when you say anything against LeBron, you just never know. That's the one guy you just, I mean, you, you never know. He can do whatever he wants. So I'm going to lean the Warriors, but it's going to be a, a heck of a series. As a Boston guy, I, I'll, I'll go with the Celtics. Um, but, you know, I, I think that you uh, probably yeah. have the right idea there with Golden State. Uh, although San Antonio looked very good last night. So uh, we'll see. Oh, what. man. That's, yeah, that's it. You never know with them either, man. And, and Boston, like we were talking about earlier, I think Brad Stevens is the best, like one of the best coaches in the game, one of the best young coaches, best overall people. Uh, so I'm always pulling for him and, and what he's done out there with probably not the most talented roster. It's, it's amazing. Absolutely. And uh, Isaiah, too, you never know with him. He could put Jeez. up 50 in a night. Uh, number two, um, two-time defending champion overseas elite. They've actually already been accepted into TBT yesterday. We're recording this on Friday afternoon. They were accepted on Thursday. I know you said you're a fan of the tournament. So, uh, you know, they're 13 and 0. They've won 3 million. Uh, if you're going head to head with them, I know you're not going to give out uh, strategy or anything, but just what are a couple of basic, uh, kind of building or, or, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, big points. If you were going against them, how would you beat a team that's 13 and 0 and who's won 3 million? Well, Bader's getting no looks from three. I know that for sure. Now I know I know Travis a couple of years ago. He's an Oakland guy, so same conference, and I know his coach real well. So no touches from him for three. Um, yeah, I got a lot of secrets up my sleeve. I'm already watching game from from the last couple of years on. We're scheming on them. We we've we got the plan. Tell them to bring it. <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll be looking forward to any uh, challenger that comes their way. They actually had a couple of big additions. They added Justin Burrell and uh, J- J- I know I can never say the name uh, D- Jawan Blair. Uh, my pre- I always butcher that one, but uh, the former Pittsburgh oh, standout. 
Oh, Dewan Blair. Dewan Blair. Dewan Blair. Um, and who's played nice. seven years in the NBA, so they certainly oh, yeah. built it up. So that would certainly be a power matchup if you guys met them in you know, the TBT Semifinals Championship. Uh, that would certainly uh, be a great matchup. So we will see if that ends up happening. David Nurse will be coaching the Stickmen this summer in TBT's West Regional. Before we let you go, for the people listening right now, why should they give you a vote uh, and try to get you guys in one of those popularity bids? Oh, man, we got – why not? We got the most talented roster there. We've got Michael Rappaport pumping us. Um, we're going to, we got, uh, so we got some, some really cool uh, gear coming that you'll see here real soon that I'll kind of keep it under the wraps right now, but it'll be coming out real soon. Some videos going viral here soon. Basically we got the most talented team, the most fun team, the most excited team. We're like the Warriors, so if you don't like the Warriors, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I, I'm sur- hey, you know, even if as a Boston guy, you got to be a fan of the of the way they play. So if you got like the Warriors, everyone should like the Warriors. So everyone should like exactly. the Stickmen. Uh, actually, one more thing. I'm sorry, you just have such an interesting okay. career. Uh, who is one or two Thank guys you. we should be watching out for in the NBA draft that people might not be talking about? Okay, guys that people might not be talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um. Can I go? Can I go both UCLA or do I gotta go? Like, is it is it biased if I go both UCLA guys? No, you know best. So if there's two Bruins in there that you think are gonna be yep. great picks, let's go with them. Okay. TJ Leaf is going to be a big time NBA player. Okay. People don't realize how good a playmaker he is. They think he's more of a pick and pop guy. Obviously, he can shoot it, but he's going to be very good. Um. And the steal, the steal of the draft, the steal of the draft, it might not pan out this year right now, but it's going to be Bryce Alford. Dude is the best shooter in the draft, uh, the toughest player, toughest kid in the draft. He's going to be one of those Della Vadova guys that you'll see three or four years down the road. You're like, man, should have taken him. So I, there's my there's my two steals for you. Yeah, I'm actually a big UCLA guy. Partly because you yes. get to watch late and you get Bill Walton uh, on the color commentary, <laughs> so it can't be that. And they are both very good players. Uh, so they, I, I think they'll both have very long, good NBA careers. David, thank you so much for joining us. I know we went over our time, so uh, we really appreciate oh, it, and we're looking forward to seeing the Stickman this summer. Appreciate you. Thank you very much.